Hey guys, and thanks for joining us. It is week 13, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving games, we got uh, three mid-games, have a uh, full Sunday. What a great week. We got college football, um, all the sports going on. We got Steve here joining us. Steve, how you doing today? In the words of J-Lo in the worst movie ever made, Gobble Gobble. I, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> you never saw Geely? No. Is that a Thanksgiving Good. movie? Uh, Ben Affleck, J Lo, all of it. I, I know that. I know made. that. I just never, I never watched it. Um, <laughs> is it a Thanksgiving movie? Because Thanksgiving movies are like, uh, it, it's not a real thing. Uh, no, it's just, it was just a random obscure movie. Okay, it's the only okay. one that I could think of. Okay, it is Thanksgiving week, <laughs> and uh, we're here to talk about things that we're thankful for. Now, I don't want any of this sentimental crap. We're talking about fantasy football. Things we're thankful for. And I'm going to throw it out there. I'm thankful for Mark Ingram. Before this season started, I was the only one on the Mark Ingram hype train. And guess what? If you joined, if you joined in, you got yourself a running back nine in the fourth round. Baltimore has shown that this offense has enough volume to go around. It don't matter. They're getting it done. Oh, yeah. I'm even more specific. I'm happy that I got a trade off to get Mark Ingram in a league that I could not draft him. And I'd like to do a shout out to Pete. Pete in my league of record is uh, first place by by a lot. But he he got there because he needed some help at wide receiver. So you know what I do. You know I'm going through and looking at the stats and looking at who needs what. Mm. I found a source of problem. And I had Julio, who I did not need. Why did I not need him? Because I did not have a winning record at that point. And uh, (laughs) all stars are for for teams that are going to win. But I saw the opportunity. Packaged him with Devin Singletary. Pulled in DJ Moore, Mark Ingram, and DK Metcalf. Metcalf at the time was was a nobody. He's now wide receiver 25, sneaking into that wide receiver 2 range with a solid second half. DJ Moore was wide receiver 15. He's kind of been there. Kind of kind of not great, but hey, if you, you'd be happy to start him every week. Mark Ingram, of course, now running back 9 on the season. I gave up wide receiver 8, Julio Jones, and running back 35, Singletary, who's who's kind of hot and cold, but if you can pick the games he's gonna go off, he's a useful piece. <laughs> yeah, I I can't say that it was a bad trade. I uh, got a running back. Yeah, that's how you do. Um, Steve, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm gonna go to my dynasty team because my dynasty team right now is is, is the one winning games is the only <laughs> team <laughs> of note you have winning games. I'm eleven and one in that league, and and it and it came from careful drafting. And, you know, because in twenty in 2016, I had the number one overall pick, and the only player on my team was was Le'Veon Bell. So I made, I made some trades. I had the number one overall pick. I made some trades to get some other complementary players. And with the first overall pick, I drafted Ezekiel Elliott. Then the following year, made some trades again, got the number two overall pick, after I won that league, by the way drafted Dalvin Cook with the number two overall pick. Leonard Fournette went first over on that. Then in the same year, in the third round, got James Conner. How's that Wentz pick looking? Okay, I'm, I'm not going to let you c- continue to do a victory lap on any James Conner, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, and then, seems like and good then draft. Last, that's how we do. And, and then last year, I got Nick Chubb with the seventh pick. Seventh wow. pick. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, that's good hindsight. And, 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 and while James Conner has had his struggles this year, Chubb, Elliott, and Cook 
are the t- are in the top ten of running backs. Absolutely. Now Elliott is actually the one kind of of that group that's having a bit of a down year. Uh, I think you know out of those top three picks, mm. Zeke's down. Bar- he's Barkley's still- been in very not good, and uh, it looks like Christian McCaffrey should should have been the consensus uh, number one overall. Um, just the volume he's he. he Panthers two weeks ago scored three points. He put up twenty eight in fantasy. I mean, just just amazing. I mean, Zeke Zeke's number eight right now in PPR. Yeah, so. that's not where he was drafted. He wasn't drafted to be a top twenty pelt player. He was drafted okay. to be the number one or number two player. <laughs> well, but we'll talk more about the Cowboys later. So second player, I'm thankful for, and this one's coming in hot. And I'm coming in hot. My bo- my boy Tom had a tough matchup against <laughs> a, a better opponent this week, and and you do what you got to do. I had Jared Goff. That's not gonna yeah. cut it. Thank goodness you benched him then. That's not going to cut it. So I went out on the waiver wire, and I saw the Sam Chai's. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. You heard it here first. The Sam Chai's. <laughs> oh Sam God. Darnold went off 28.2 points, and I'm thankful I was, I was smart enough to make that pick. Last three weeks now for the Sam Chai's. 21-7, 25-4, 28-2. Yeah. He's balling out. He's helping this Jets team kind of make a second half run. I don't believe in the Jets. I know this organization oh. is going to mess it up somehow. How, however, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the run, man. I'm thankful for the waiver wire, and I'm thankful that I did not go high and draft quarterbacks like some of these scrubs and scrub leagues. <laughs> Steve, I'm going to throw over to you. <sighs> this is a player I've always been thankful for. By the way, before I... you continue, I just want to say your, your creaking chair is making amazing sounds for the podcast. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> Okay, so my second player I'm thankful for, and I've always been thankful for him. I think that he should be in the conversation as one of the best receivers in this league. I've always felt this way about them, and this is Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, it, it, you know, he's having somewhat of a down year this year. He he's getting hyper targeted by Philip Rivers, but he he is just he's just always been a good player. It's he's one of the few players that I actually follow on Twitter. Some people say Amazing. that he's like Philip Rivers' thirty-second kid. <laughs> he is such a good guy. He is no, uh, no one. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good player. He's always been stable for my receiving position. So I'm just very grateful for him. Get it, thirty-second kid? Like Philip Rivers has like sixty kids. No? <laughs> I get no, okay. it. I get okay, it. Fine. Fine. <laughs> now, since it is Thanksgiving week and there there are a, a, a larger slate of games than normal, on today's show, we're actually going to go over those three Thanksgiving games and give our predictions. First, we did want to touch on some news and notes from around the league. A lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. A lot of injuries in specific on, on the Atlanta Falcon. Uh, Hooper probably will not play again. I don't uh, think he will. Julio now. Questionable has not practiced yet. I tried to find some information that I was not available. I would not be surprised if if Julio doesn't go in this, and that that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, this just came out 15 minutes ago on Sleeper. Austin Hooper is not going to play tomorrow. Yeah, we we kind of knew that though. I mean, I would be surprised if he plays the. Um, he, he's going to see be... if I can find any new new news. Uh, quite a bit. No, uh, you, I'm going to look and find the news because you are going to talk now about the Steelers <laughs> quarterback get change because that's probably uh, the next next piece of big news. Uh, Devlin Hodges is going to start. Yeah. Oh yeah, and. You know, the thing is, is Tomlin said Hodges may not be the answer, but he needed to try to find a spark, you know, and the thing, the thing is, is Mason Rudolph's style of play at quarterback doesn't work. All he does is he is he wants to try to take the hit, throw it up and see what happens. And and I'm sorry, the Steelers, the Steelers 
aren't. I mean, I'm and they and it's showing in the standings right now. They're a playoff caliber team right now. They're 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 fighting with three other teams to be in the to be in the number six seed. And Devlin Hodges has been playing well. You know, whenever he got the chance to play. You know, so I say let you know let's see what happens. He may or may not be the answer. But he's not gonna. Yeah, he he's much more of a better game manager quarterback. He can probably move the ball a little bit better. And so, uh, and so I say, give the kid a chance and let's see what happens. Absolutely. Now he, uh, Devlin Hodges, has 111 career touchdowns and 41 career interceptions in Samford College. Not to be confused mm-hmm. with Stanford. He did not go to Stanford. He went to Sam Samford Samford College. Um, he's a he's a bulldog. So, uh, hey, he's probably not the answer, but let's go have some fun. We go. I like watching backups earn their paychecks. Now, <laughs> well, in his case, third stringer. Well, I, I mean, he, he got yeah, he got promoted the... to backup. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, we can talk another time about the uh, future of Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, mailbag. I don't have a drop, so I just yell mail. Okay. Uh, in this, the, 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 okay. This one actually came from one, one of my buddies at work. Uh, he is in a tough situation. He has a player named Amari Cooper. Last week, did disappoint last week. He also disappointed one other week of the year where he scored under one point. <laughs> His lows have been zero, zero point eight, and seven point three. His highs have been thirty four point one. He has mm-hmm. proven why he will not be on any of my fantasy teams. While I do like the boom, I realize the bust can happen <laughs> with this Cowboys team. And I said it last week, and it finally came true. You know, what finally came true. Enough teams that they've beaten have lost enough games that they now boast a losing record to teams over 500 and a winning record teams under 500. Um, it is stark. They are a mediocre squad, and me and you have fought about this on this show. And I, in, in the short term, I am right. You can say it. I, I'm disagreeing in one area. I think that they have a mediocre coach. They are 6-1 and one against teams under 500. They are 0-4. Against teams above 500, and they play a very difficult matchup this week, namely the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you do with Amari Cooper? He's going to get a, a healthy <sighs> dose of Tre'Davious White. You got Micah Hyde and Poyer playing the safety positions, and you have a Dallas team that is a plus five turnover differential against winning, uh, losing teams, and a minus seven turnover differential against winning teams. Um, do you happen to know offhand what teams he scored the point eight and the seven point three against? I can look that up. Um, in the meantime, I also want to say Dallas Cowboys against losing teams, 32.6 mm-hmm. points a game. That's pretty good. Yeah. Against losing teams? Uh, sorry, against winning teams? Mm-hmm. That goes down to 16.8. This offense is not equipped to beat up on good teams. Hmm. That, that doesn't sound right, though, because aside from, let's see, they never really got blown out this year. All their games that they've lost have been, uh, with the ex- no, yeah, even with uh, against the Patriots, they they lost by less than one score. Cause wow, the zeros were against New England and the New yeah. York Jets. That was the zero point eight. Yeah, and uh, New Orleans was the seven. Okay. So I mean, I mm-hmm. I I guess yeah, that's that's uh not not great, not great. He did light it up. That one great game was against Green Bay. I think I think I think you have to start him. I think you. I really do. I really think you have to start him because for his upside, number, for his upside, not, certainly not for his floor. What do you think are the percentage chance? Like, let's go over under. Over under twelve. I'm gonna say under. 
I'm going to say push. I think he can get to 12. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. Over, under. 11 and a half. Over. Over, under 13 and a half. Under. Oh, so we, we, you, you are really targeting that number of 12 here. I think he can get to 12. I think he can get to 12 points. That's what, four receptions for 80 yards, somewhere around there? Yes. The, the, the last time he scored, uh, he got four for 44, and a touchdown was against Washington. He scored 12.4 points. He uh, scored 13-1 against Philly. So he's got okay. to fall. He's got to fall in the end zone. I I, I think he could do it. I, I, again, it's not about if he can do it. We know I could catch a ball and fall in the end zone. That's not an <laughs> issue. The problem is, am I going to this Sunday? And you know what the answer to that is? I might I might pick up some uh play some pickup football. Maybe I will catch a ball. Come play football with me tomorrow morning. I'm good. So uh, <laughs> with that said, let's get into it. Week 13 NFL action. Yes, sir. First game, Bears at Lions. Lions are plus three and a half, total 37 and a half points. We are unanimous here. And mm-hmm. to me, I think this is a mismatch. I think Lions are the better team. Chicago is second against the pass and 19th against the run, which mm-hmm. suits up perfectly against what the Lions are trying to do right now. Um, yeah. I like Bo Scarborough in the matchup. He's been a little disappointing only because people think he's going to be on Johnson. He's not. He's a good sub. He's not carry yeah. on. No, you, you really can't replace what Carrion brings. To I think Carrion is. Do you, would you agree that Carrion is the guy who can, if he was healthy, he could beat the Bears? Like yes. not not the team, the player. He can beat the Bears. Yeah, he yeah he could do well against this um, because the the Bears that's where they're susceptible. Can Bo Scarborough put the team on his back and carry the lines again? I think he. I think the answer's got to be no because no. we all took Bears. No. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so. I, mean I, I mean, I think he can have a decent fantasy day. I'm looking at this from a fantasy perspective. I think he can have a good fantasy. Yes, overall. but he's not going to put the team on his back and win the game. Uh, no. David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen are facing uh, the Lions. So uh, good news there. Thirty first and thirty second. Uh, sorry, thirty first out of thirty two run defenses. So uh, <laughs> yeah. have a day, Bears. Trubisky's not a good quarterback, but he doesn't have to be. And the yeah, Bears can still and, win. And and that and the only th- reason that I took the Bears is because Trubisky does play well against bad defenses, and the Lions are not a good defense. That is also factually <laughs> moving on to the I guess it's like the dinner time game. Yeah, Bills Cowboys. I guess unless you're Italian, then dinners. <laughs> Bills at Cowboys. Cowboys plus six and a half. Total is forty six five. Now Mark is taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Bills. Steve, I want you to sell me on why I should switch over. Why should I be with you guys taking the cap? Um, because, first off, the comments from Jerry Jones. He's clearly, clearly not happy with what's going on. Because when you look at this roster from top to bottom, this is a very good roster. This is a very good Cowboys roster. And right now, the coaching is not getting it done. And so I think that Jason Garrett is now coaching for his job. And one of and you know the one of the reasons why I am taking the Cowboys to win here is because that defense is really good. That defense is really good. You know, they they did well against the Patriots. The Patriots only scored on Cowboys mistakes. And I, and when and when you're making mistakes uh, and you're putting that much on the defense, of course the defense is going to cave every now and then. When you, If you take away the turnovers, the Patriots only scored three points on their own. You know, so th- this defense, and that, Josh that's Allen, fine, Josh but Allen you... also makes a lot of mistakes. 
Josh Allen, we I like Josh Allen. I think he I think he has a future in this league, but he makes mistakes. And this Cowboys team likes to take advantage of mistakes as well. And this on this and Ezekiel Elliott is a mismatch against the Bills because the Bills are also susceptible to the run. Okay, now I can buy some of that. I can mm-hmm. buy some of that. First, I do want to mention uh, Leighton Vander Esch did not practice. Questionable for the game. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. That he is a big difference maker. Now, I agree. Garrett's back is against the wall, but it's not for winning games. Jerry Jones wins games all the time. He wants to win a Super Bowl, so I don't think that this yeah. one game is going to be you know big against that. Cowboys have a losing record, a minus seven turnover differential against good teams. Bills are a yeah. good team. They're not a great they team. Are. Cowboys aren't a great team either. Um, Bills are getting six and a half points, so maybe that's cute. What, what do I think a little bit? Um, <laughs> I do want to point out a kind of a little little sleeper of the week. We did talk about the safety play for the Bills, and, and uh, I, I do want to talk about, a little bit about the offensive side of the ball for them. Mm-hmm. Dawson Knox. Yeah. Dallas is 25th against the tight end. Um, Josh Allen is going to be looking, I think, to, to, to dump down a little bit. It just makes sense. Dawson Knox could have a big turkey day. He's going to gobble up those, uh, those catches, and I think it's enough for the Bills to win. Also, I do want to mention, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, uh, Josh Allen over the last seven weeks is putting up Lamar Jackson numbers. I would agree with that very much. I think uh, I saw the stat. It was 14 uh, touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. He's put up like 16 and and four interceptions, four, four total turnovers. Um, he's been really good. So I think uh, the, the the what people think about the Bills is different than what is reality about these Bills. Everyone sees the Cowboys play every day. They're on prime time every week. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's Bills' turn. <laughs> and the money here is with the Cowboys. And you got to be betting against them. Bills... Plus a touchdown, I will take that all day. I am all in on the Bills to win Turkey Day night. But they're not going to win by a touchdown. Yeah, they're getting a touchdown. They're plus six and a half. <laughs> they don't need to win by a touchdown. Cowboys need to win by a touchdown. And uh, I mean, I might even tease that up. <laughs> Who knows? Going to be a, a good match there. Now, mm-hmm. one of the less disputed games, Saints at Falcons. Falcons just smacked the Saints team around two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Went on and Falcons won another division game against the Panthers. And then got blown out last week. Okay, um, this Falcons team, if if they were kind of on the other side of that winning stretch, like they were playing outside of their minds, they were playing too good. Falcons were playing better than the Falcons play, and that gave them an advantage for two weeks. But guess what? Saints want the revenge. Oh yeah, it's a rematch. Side note: Julio Jones may not play. Austin Hooper will not play. That pushes me even further towards the Saints. I don't love the six and a half spread. Mm-hmm. The total forty-eight-five. I'm down with that. My problem really is with the Saints and the big question mark. I mean, they got one wide receiver, they got one running back, and they got a quarterback. That's it. I don't see a lot else on the offensive side of the ball. I want another threat to emerge, and until that happens, I'm not really taking Saints in blowouts. But I will take them to win this game. Oh, yeah, I agree. This is whether, this is whether they're going to be a really close game and a really good game because the Saints and Falcons, they have a kind of a little bit of a rivalry there because they're both... They both play each other really close all the time, or this is going to be a blowout snooze fest um, for the Saints. And I think it's going to be the the latter. I think it's going to be a snooze fest. Wow, okay. Okay, I, I, I could see no one wants that. We're going to be yeah. uh, stuffed up fat from Turkey uh, on a on a Thanksgiving <laughs> night, and we want to see Saints-Falcons blow it out, blow it up. Let's I'm, go. I'm going to be eating my pumpkin pie watching this game. 
you, I mean, you do you. <laughs> Pumpkin all the way, buddy. Okay, so that is uh, Thanksgiving. We summed it up. <laughs> Three games. A lot of uh, good stuff going on. I'll, oh, maybe, maybe I'll throw on a check the, check the gram, check the Instagram for a nice little uh, parlay that I'll throw up once I throw that out there. Um, <laughs> most likely, I'm going to take like Bears to win, Bills with the points, and Saints to win. Mm. Most likely that. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out and I'll, I'll let you guys know the odds. I, I, I nailed my three game parlay last week and, and won at like plus 550. It was great. Nice. Great, great week, and, and we have a good week of NFL ahead. Steve, do you have anything else to add? No. We're going to shoot our uh, predictions video for everything else. Hopefully, this will be up Thursday, so you guys can watch it. Uh, sorry, on Wednesday, so you guys can watch it before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, throw those throw those headphones in when your family is uh, annoying you this weekend. And, uh, yeah, there we go. You know, listen to some IED Sports. Tell your friends and family to subscribe. Hit the like button, idsports.com. There we go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving.